It's another fun episode of Bunny Cast. I'm here with a very special buddy. Today we're here with Nyla Davis or Durrani. Durrani, sorry, <laughs> long, day. long day. I apologize. <laughs> I'm currently working on a new house, so I'm I've been painting all day. So that was totally yeah. fine. I totally get it, 100. Yeah. That's so funny, yeah. though. Uh, I, I don't want to call you Nyla Davis. <laughs> yeah. We were just discussing her name, so. <laughs> If for those of you who do not know, she's a casting producer for America's Got or casting yeah, casting producer for America's Got Talent. And um, tell us about your job, if I don't you. Yeah, so basically I'm a freelance casting producer. I work on multiple projects. I, I most recently, you know, I always do America's Got Talent for the last this will be my fifth season. Um, but recently I did um, uh, a show for uh, Fox, which will be airing next week called I Can See Your Voice. Um, so uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I basically find talents that are best fit for the project that I'm working on. Um, and I work on multiple projects all the time. Mm -hmm. And what's the uh, casting process like, if you don't mind me asking? So um, the casting process is, you know, it's fairly simple. You know, you, you send me an audition tape um for what again every project i work on is very different um but a lot of projects i've found you know i worked on the gong show um this one that's going to air on fox next week um i can see your voice you know and, and agt we always ask around a 90 second to two minute mark format of an audition tape um so an audition tape is uh not counting time a slate so hi my name is i'm blank years old i live in city and state and this is my audition. And then your time starts as soon as your routine starts. Should, should It should be over like 10 seconds over the normal audition time or routine, you know, uh, essentially. But for AGT, you know, I'm always looking for singers, dancers, uh, comedians, uh, comedic characters, if you will, like Seth Word. You know, I was able to find him or Alex Hooper, who's the roaster who was on this season. Um, all auditions they sent to me were all 90 seconds to two minutes. They were sent as an unlisted YouTube link. And then um, I look it over and, and hopefully, you know, get you through the casting process. Nice. You mentioned some names there. Have you casted any champions before? Um, well, I cast um, Darcy Lynn. So I found her uh, through her school's Facebook page. Uh, they like posted a video of her and used a hashtag ventriloquist. And I just was on Facebook and I was like, hashtag singer, hashtag comedian hashtag ventriloquist and I was looking at all the videos um, so it's very vitally important that as a talent that you are putting your content out there um, I know a lot of talents especially comedians because it is your you know intellectual property and I get it um, but you can put out a 60 second like you know thing of you so people are like "Ooh, I want to learn more about this person and now they're looking at your YouTube and they're looking at your Instagram or TikTok or whatever you do nowadays you kids mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, make sure that when you do post it, you're using correct hashtags so people can find you. Because that's how I found Darcy. Her school posted a video of her at her school talent show and hashtagged it ventriloquist. And I found it on Facebook through the videos. So uh, Darcy's one of the winners that I've, I've found on the show. I haven't, I haven't been able to cast a winner since her. Um, and every year it's like a, it's like a, it's, you know, challenge i gotta find the next winner um i think as every casting producer for competition shows and game shows we want to cast the person that's going to win mm -hmm. so you definitely would say using a hashtag would definitely help with your audition pro or would definitely help oh. with like, your seeking process 
Oh yeah, I think casting has changed over the years. You know, back in the day, like let's just like say like the '80s. You know, it was all come into the casting office, audition for the show, and leave. You know, and that was how it was in the '80s. And then as the '90s, it got more foot to ground, and now we're here, 2020, and I'm looking on TikTok, I'm looking on YouTube, I'm mm -hmm. looking on Instagram. I mean, half the day when we were, when I was in the office, I was like sitting back in the chair, and I'm just like, even my my right now, my boyfriend's like, you're. You're always on your phone and I'm like, yeah, I'm working. I'm like, I'm looking on Instagram and like looking up hashtags and going through and half the time it's, you know, comes up nothing. Or I put ventriloquist in, it's just all Darcy, you know, and I'm just like scrolling and scrolling. And then there's this one little video of some kid and I'm like, oh, who's this? And then I reach out to that kid. So yeah, it's really vitally important to put hashtags Kid ventriloquist, ventriloquist, vent Oklahoma ventriloquist, whatever it is, you know, um, there's also, there's also um, hashtag generators, you know, um, so you can go on online, put hashtag generator, find all the hashtags that you should be using. Um, so that's another thing you can do as well. Mm -hmm. Now, has the casting process changed because of COVID, by the way? Um, I mean, less foot to ground for me personally. Um, you know, just before this, I was... Um, I was at the Big Pine Comedy Festival through Zoom. And so every evening this week, I'm in an hour from now, I'm watching the Big Pine Comedy Festival show on my computer. So I'm having to watch a lot more Zoom shows. Um, and I think I have to do a lot more um, in general online um, than I've ever had to do. With comedy, I last season, I went to 13 comedy shows and I, I can't really, or sorry, 13 comedy festivals nationwide from North Carolina to Portland to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. You know, I went all around the U.S. trying to find the best comedians. And fortunately, it paid off because I cast the most comedians on the show this season. Uh, people like John Hastings. I found him through his manager at Big, uh, Big Sky Comedy Festival. Marty Ross, I found at, oh, God, what was it? Up north in California. Uh, not California, but up north, northern it was like, oh, Ventura Comedy Festival. You know, I found him at the Ventura, and he didn't even win. He was mm. he was just there, and I just approached him, and I just thought he was the sweetest little man, <laughs> you know? So mm -hmm. it's different this season um, because I'm having to do a lot more, you know, online. Um, it's a lot of Zoom calls because, you know, I want to talk to comedians. I want to talk to singers. I want to talk to dancers that I'm not able to do. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm working more hours because, not only because of the kid, but, you know, it's, it's hard for me to concentrate at home. Oh, I got to do laundry. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's like, I'm working Saturdays and Sundays now. I take a nap in the afternoon because again, the kid, but <laughs> you know, but then I'm working until nine, 10 o'clock at night. So casting has changed for me. It's become an all day job. Um, but for talent wise, I think it's harder for you guys to come up with audition takes and mm -hmm. This is something I've told people in the past at other comedy festivals on panels, um, not only myself, but other people have said, look, you know, you guys are talents. Every time you get on a stage, you should be recording yourself. If that means you're on a little bitty tripod sitting in the back, as long as I can see your face, you know, that's all that matters. You should always, always, always be recording yourself because you just don't know when you're going to be in a pandemic and you're going to need a tape, you know, and sure enough, it happened. So, you know, um, always be recording yourself. So now I think, especially for like comedians, you guys should be um, 
doing bar shows outside. You know, I mean, there's so many salons and barber shops nowadays. And I've been saying this to people. There's so many salons and barber shops that are now opening and doing sidewalk shows. Well, you can't watch television while you're getting your hair cut. You know, usually they have the TVs there, or whatever, the ball game up or whatever. Maybe you ask the barber shop, like, hey, is it okay if I do a 30-minute spot at your barber shop? Yeah, they're not charging you and you're not getting paid. But now you have an audience that laugh at you. You know, use your community. If there's a restaurant that's opening up their sidewalk, you know, at night, you know, and they serve drinks, especially because, you know, a little tipsy doesn't help, you know, it doesn't hurt, it helps. So mm-hmm. get them laughing more. You know, reach out to your local restaurants and see, like, could you do this? If I brought my own sound system, my own mic, would you be open to this? You know, and they're like, well, what's in it for you? Well, I need an audition tape. You know, because I'm auditioning for America's Got Talent. They don't know if you're going to be on the show or not. You know, just say it. And I'm sure they're going to be like, oh, and then I was recorded at our restaurant. Like, use it. You know? So, um, you know, just use your community, I'd say. Um, Right now, this is the best time to do it. And I bet you anything, you go up to 10 of them, one or two of them are going to say yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, what are some qualities that you look for when you like see these audition tapes? Like, what are some things that you really like that really would get your attention if you were to? Um, I think stage presence is the be- biggest thing that I look for. Um, <laughs> what's it called? I, I I think there's a difference between like comedy club stage and TV. You know, um, comedy clubs. You know, or even if you're like I said outside doing this, you know, at a barber shop or something, you can't be too relaxed. You can't be like leaning on the mic and just like, yeah, so the other day, you know, you got to be ready, you know, just puff up your chest a little more. Pretend like you're on a date with somebody. This is your first impression. You know, you got to, you got to, you know, be ready for a TV opportunity. Dress right, you know, um, no ball caps, you know, I want to see your face. Um, I want to see your facial expressions. Uh, so the camera shouldn't be too far away. The sound sound needs to be so good if you have to put subtitles on your video so i can understand what you're saying get a new tape it has to be clear crisp i can't be like what did you say oh let me let me put my headphones at what 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 Mm -hmm. i can't i have to show this to producers and if they're questioning what you're saying they're gonna be like no next find another tape whatever you know they're not gonna be sold so Mm -hmm. the camera has to look good you don't have to get professional you can do it on your cell phone but just make sure that it's close enough to pick up the audio and it's close enough to see your facial expressions. Um, and again, presentation, how you're saying it, especially for, again, for comedians hitting that mark, when you are doing your set, it can't just, you gotta hit those, those like jokes hard. You know, you gotta, you gotta do it at a pace. If I'm waiting 45 seconds to get to the first punchline, it's too long, you know? Um, especially for television, audience members have a 20 second like attention span before they're like popcorn, you know, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, especially nowadays with everything that's everything, you know, people are so distracted. Um, so just, just make sure you're hitting your marks every 20 seconds. I think that's like the, the nice sweet spot is 20 seconds. Anything mm-hmm. more than that, mm, a little less is great. Um, because you're getting them to laugh for about 10 to 15. That's ideal. Um, it's hard. So storytelling doesn't really work on television. 
because it takes you guys like 30, 40, 50 seconds to get to a punchline. Then you're telling another story. Also, um, another thing with comedians is I, I'm not looking for, personally right now, I'm not looking for COVID jokes. Because mm -hmm. hopefully this is all going to be over next summer when the show airs. So I'm not looking for COVID jokes. Mm -hmm. um, nothing too localized. You know, I went to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, or I went to Buffalo or Indianapolis or Lexington. And there's like Waffle Houses like everywhere, you know. And so I hear jokes about locals and I always just use Waffle House because there's not one in L.A. and I miss Waffle House a lot. Mm -hmm. But if you're talking about how there's a Waffle House in every corner, da, 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 someone in New York or L.A. or Simon on our show might not get that. So mm -hmm. anything too localized isn't going to work. You know, we just don't get it. Anything too, uh, you know, um, what do you call it? And, and we don't we don't try to use brands. So try not to talk about brands. If you're talking about Starbucks, change it to coffee shop. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and nothing too adult, obviously. Yes, yes. Remember, there are kids watching these shows. There are kids watching these shows. You know, but you know something. Uh, you know, Vicky Barbalak did a did a joke about. Um, oh, what's it called? She talked about a Denny's Grand Slam, mm -hmm. and it was a very sexual joke. It was mm -hmm. a very very sexual joke, but kids listened to it and heard pancakes. <laughs> so you know innuendos are totally fine you know yes now have you ever gotten these tapes and just thought to yourself like within a minute like you mentioned like within a minute of just watching and just went next or yeah oh, all the time yeah all the time um you know what i try to do i'm different from a lot of casting producers like i i was just doing a panel and i said one piece of advice and another casting producer was just like, I totally disagree. I think that is horrible advice. Don't do that to me. And I was like, two different people, different folks, different strokes. You know, we all work differently. So maybe my advice doesn't work necessarily for another casting producer or even another casting producer for the show I work on. I work as a team with other people. Um, but when people reach out to me, I always try to be respectful because you're creating a professional relationship. I might be casting another show and be like, oh my God, he's great for this other show. So I want to always keep a professional relationship. Um, mm -hmm. So I always try to give feedback like, hey, this is really funny. Maybe you should work on this or these jokes don't work. You know, if I'm sending you back, like just critique after critique after critique, maybe you're not the best fit for this project. But it's a really great way for you to navigate how you should be making an audition tape for shows like mine or other shows. So if you're like, yeah, she's giving me so much feedback, but she's not saying, oh, you're great for my show, or I want to show you to producers, then just take that as, okay, you know, maybe I'm not right for AGT, but I'm really valuing her professional opinion. Um, and it's just based on experience. You know, I'm not a comedian myself. Um, I'm not a booker. I'm not a manager. I've never worked in a club. I'm not even a writer, for God's sakes. You know, I took writing classes, you know, so I know how a proper sentence should be structured, even though I don't always talk like that. But, you know, just just know that I'm basing my opinion off experience and experience only um, by working in this industry. So just just uh, just know that. But, yes, there are a lot of people, a lot that I just go. Next. Yep. Hey, now I always ask this question on the show. In today's world, what do you think it means to be someone's buddy? 
you know? Oh my gosh. I remember you, you did prepare me for this. And I was like, that is such an interesting, interesting question. Cause I, I, I don't really, I haven't been asked that. So, um, I guess someone, you know, being someone's friend or buddy is like being, um, being somebody who's, who's a good shoulder to lean on someone who doesn't really judge you, even though I work on a show that's all about judgment. Um, but you know, that's what I look forward in my friends, my friend, my best friend doesn't live in California. She lives in Texas. She's a super Republican. I am not, we vote differently. You know, um, we come from two different cultural backgrounds. Um, but at the same time, we're very supportive of each other. Um, we don't fight about our different views. We respect them. Um, and I think that's something that really needs to be learned in society nowadays is just like, you can have an honest conversation with somebody and just go, I understand your point, but I disagree with it. And that is okay. You know? Um, but, uh, I think that, that, that is, that is, a, you know, a way to be someone's buddy, being, being respectful, being able to lean on somebody, um, and, and, and doing it without judgment. Mm-hmm. Beautiful answer. I always love asking that question. Another question I always love to ask is if you could have our audience donate to one charity of your choice, what would you, what would it be? Um, well, my dad has COPD, um, and, and, and our, you know, arthritis and he has, um, what do you call it? Um, I'm a mom now. I don't know. I have to <laughs> dump things in half the time. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> And he's I was like, what else? He has everything wrong with him. Mm -hmm. So um, any one of the, any charity that's involved with like COPD, heart disease, um, diabetes, those are, those are the, the, one, the ones I would love people to put more money towards. I don't think anything, any real, um, anything's going to come of it in my dad's lifetime, but you know, I, I do have his blood in me, so hopefully it might benefit me or my child in the future. Those are diseases I think that are really just hard to watch people go through. Mm -hmm. Most most definitely. You know. Now I'm gonna ask you one more question, and then I'm gonna ask you what I call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question. Okay. So the first one: if anyone that's watching this show wants to send you an audition tape, wants to see if they actually have a legitimate shot at being on America's Got Talent. How would they reach you? How would they find you? Um, you know, uh, the best way to reach me, reach me for, mm -hmm. you know, for AGT, you know, anybody can go online to the AGT website and apply. Um, sometimes in the website, it's like, how did you hear about this? Just write in my name because mm -hmm. it's flagged and immediately sent to my list, you know? Um, so I can definitely view it right away. Um, but if you want to get in touch with me directly, you can go to Instagram. I'm not going to list out my email because it's so long and people are like, wait, what was that? Mm -hmm. um, but just go to my Instagram. My email's there. Um, email me. Email is the best way to get in contact with me. Uh, do not send me an email and a Facebook message. Hey, I emailed you. Did you get my email? It's like, mm -hmm. oh, now I have to have like 150 emails and 150 messages on Facebook. And then you message me on Instagram. Pick a one, which is email, because that's a professional way to go, um, and shoot me an email. My Instagram is where reality meets reality. So it's where my reality meets my reality casting life. <laughs> so um, where reality meets reality. Yes. All right. Now I think it's time for what we call the ultimate buddy cast. Cute baby, by the way. 
What's his name, by the way? His name's Jack Brooklyn. So Jack Aww. Brooklyn is his first name. He has, two names. he has two names for a first name. That's just want to make it complicated, just like my name. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. I think I think it's time we ask the ultimate buddy cast buddy question, which is for anyone who wants to go on America's Got Talent, anyone who has that dream. What is your advice to them? Um, make a really good tape. You know that is my biggest advice: is concentrate and work on a really good audition tape. Don't just go, oh, here's my stuff. You know, like. Understand the show, and again, this could be for any show, not just agency. You know, uh, you want it if the Gong Show was still on, or American Idol. You know, um, or The Voice, or Last Comic Standing if that was still on, or Bring It, Bring the Funny if that comes back. I think it is. Um, so, if any one of those shows you're wanting to audition for, I think the best thing to do is understand the format of the show. It's been on air before. You know, understand what they're looking for, what's been on before. Um, what works, you know, if you're, if again, story comedy takes too long, you know, understand that um, and create a formulated routine that is right for the format that you are auditioning for and then make a good tape. Um, create a really good professional relationship with people like myself. Again, I don't cast for Bring the Funny. Um, my friends do. And I go to so many comedy festivals that there's so many comedians that don't work for my show that I'm like, hey, you really should check out this comedian. So just because I'm not casting that show, you've developed a professional relationship with me and I have professional relationships with other people in my industry. So, you know, just, just know that even if I'm not working with you or somebody else is not working with you, we do remember you. Check in with those industry people every three to six months. Hey, you know, um, I know, you know, you're casting for this or, Hey, maybe, maybe you don't know. Hey, I just saw your information. You just thought of you. Oh my God. I hope you're doing okay. Oh, I saw a picture of your baby. Personalize it. Don't spam message all these people, you know, personalize it. Um, it made me think of, I was just curious, what are you casting for? Or do you have any um, industry friends that are casting any projects right now um, that you could pass my name along to? You know, um, there's also all these Facebook groups that you could join. You can join um, on, on Facebook, uh, you know, casting now, reality casting, you know, casting producers. Put all those words in the search box and just add yourself to all these casting Facebook groups because people like myself are constantly posting. Sorry. Are constantly posting on. Um, well, don't choke on your hands. Stop it. Um, we're constantly posting on those Facebook groups. Um, even women in comedy, you know, uh, co comedians in, if, even if you're not in the city, you know, maybe you're not in Atlanta, add yourself to the Atlanta comedy group because I might be looking for a comedian there and you're a four hour drive, sure. you know, um, you don't mind driving or maybe you're in Dallas and you're like, dude, I will drive the six hours to Atlanta. I don't mind, you know, so you just never know. Make sure you're connected in your community and the community that works with you. So club bookers, add yourself to all the club booker Facebook groups, you know, things like that. But I think I went off a tangent of the question you did ask. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. At all. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Is there anything else you want to add? Is there anything else that you want to say to anyone out there or anything like that? 
oh, I'm a talker. I'll just go off on another tangent. Don't worry about me. Um, stay safe, wear your masks, and, and just be good people. Yes, absolutely. Well, for everyone out there, this is Nyla Durrani. Not thank, thank you so <laughs> much for thank you so much for being here on America's Got Talent. Or, I almost said thank you for I have been I apologize. I've been painting all day, so just it's okay. I have a baby. You know, I was talking to somebody earlier today and I was like, Yeah, you know, there was a guy on our show and he did rapping of, you know, that guy. He made an impression of that dude. Oh, I don't know his name. The guy who's married to Beyonce. I have total baby brain. I cannot think of a name Jay-Z, for God's sakes. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with me? So I get it. Yeah. Breathe your fumes in. Better, oh. better than this. At least at least you're getting a little bit of a high off that. I'm I'm just exhausted. So. <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, well, thank you so for, much. Yes, thank you for joining us. And as I tell everyone who's always been on BuddyCast, I have one word of advice for you. Go be someone's buddy today. You know? We'll catch you next time here on BuddyCast. Bye, buddy. Bye.